Today is Monday, March 29th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. At the end of last week, state Republicans in Georgia pushed through a new law known as SB202, which was signed by Governor Brian Kemp on Thursday, and it severely restricts voting access in Georgia. Specifically, the bill allows for unlimited challenges to a voter's registration, restricts mail-in voting, reduces ballot drop box locations, and makes them unavailable to voters the last four days of an election, aka after it's too late to mail them. The bill also ends the use of portable polling sites, criminalizes line warming, which means offering food and water to individuals waiting to vote, which maybe wouldn't even be necessary if the GOP hadn't spent the last 10 years cutting down the number of polling places in mostly black precincts, forcing people to wait in line for hours. But the most significant provision is arguably the fact that the law hands over significant power to the state's General Assembly, also known as its legislature. Now key issues in election management, such as disqualifying ballots and voter eligibility, will be handled by the State Board of Elections instead of County Boards of Election. And who controls the State Board of Elections? You guessed it, the Republican-controlled General Assembly. When asked by reporters about the bill, President Biden called the law an atrocity and said that the Justice Department is taking a look at the bill. He also urged Congress to pass for the People Act, which would enact substantial voter protections. Looking at you, Joe Manchin. Meanwhile, Georgia activists are calling for a number of Georgia-based companies such as Coca-Cola, Delta, Home Depot, and UPS to use their political clout to oppose these bills. Over the weekend, hashtag BoycottDelta trended after an internal memo circulated that essentially stated that the company supported the bill. So basically, right when we're on the verge of being able to travel, you're telling me that I can no longer fly my formerly favored airline? Speaking of transportation, I'm sure you're wondering what's going on with the boat that's stuck in the Suez Canal, and of course, if it will affect your own personal deliveries. I can't answer the latter, but I can say that they have made incremental progress over the weekend, though two separate attempts to refloat the boat failed. Another attempt has been planned, but Egyptian officials announced that they're planning to start unloading some of the ship's cargo today if the next refloat attempt does not work. While the traffic through the canal is shut down, ships are trying to figure out if they should wait it out or go around Africa, which sounds out of the way. According to experts, the traffic jam is costing almost $10 billion per day, and the consumers might start to feel the blockage soon, since some of the boats are carrying goods for retailers like Amazon. I bet Amazon didn't factor this into their little Prime subscription fee. At the end of last week, the CEOs of Twitter, Facebook, and Google testified via Zoom for the House Energy and Commerce Committees about the role of extremism, cyberbullying, and misinformation about coronavirus and climate change on their platforms. Twitter's CEO Jack Dorsey admitted that his platform had played a role in the Capitol insurrection, though of course Mark Zuckerberg refused and put it on the insurrectionists and those who spread the misinformation. Republicans were mostly pissed that Trump was banned from Twitter and that conservative views are silenced on all the platforms. And there is no news yet on whether TikTok will be asked to testify over what the fuck happened to their algorithm. Now it's time for headlines that speak for themselves. Saturday was the deadliest day of protests in Myanmar yet, with security forces, aka the bad guys, killing at least 114 civilians in 40 cities. The crackdown came as the military marked the annual Armed Forces Day holiday, which sounds like a really horrible celebration. WeWork is finally going public at a valuation of $9 billion. Instead of the traditional IPO route, which failed for them last time, they're doing so with the help of a SPAC, aka a special purpose acquisition company. And yes, you're going to have to Google that on your own. 
And lastly, at least four people have died in Nashville, Tennessee after a storm led to flash flooding in the region. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post funny news content throughout the day. Also, be sure to check out our Betches Sub and Morning Announcements merch collection on shopbetches.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.